Oh, welcome to Slasher. Well, I hardly we, know her. No, we have no. We have to uh, sync the track. Oh, I forgot. I'm rusty. Damn. Yeah. All right. A one, a two. Like you know what to do. Right, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm gonna like nothing seems like good enough to bring it back for season two. Like, should I be louder? Welcome back, everybody. Season two of last year. I hardly knows her. Yeah, I think that worked. I I think I gotta bring the energy. Whoa. Yeah, you know. I don't know. Are we that kind of show? Are we high energy? I look forward to dealing with those audio peaks in editing. <laughs> I'll try to back away from the mic when I scream at the top of my lungs. I'm sorry, when I scream at the top of my lungs! Perfect. Uh, welcome to Slasher I Hardly Know Her. Did you have a pleasant break while Alex and I were hibernating? We're glad you're here, wherever you are, in your car, hiding in a closet. Playing with yourself under your desk at work. Whatever you do while you listen to the show, we're just glad you let us into your little juicy ears. Uh, we are back with season two. Alex, Micah, Slasher, the Slasher I Hardly Know Her Horror Podcast, where we do all sorts of things like Final Girl, the world's favorite game show. Haven't heard of it? <laughs> what rock have you been living under, loser? And we do the news of the year. We'll also rate this movie. We'll we'll award our crunchiest kill. What is the movie, anyway, you might be asking yourself? Well, we've got an epic, epic masterpiece of modern cinema to bring us back for the first episode of season two. That movie is Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers from 1988. (laughs) Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers was directed by, oh, a fella named... Fred Olin Ray. It stars Gunnar Hansen, Lene Quigley, Don Wildsmith, Jay Richardson as Detective Jack Chandler, Michelle Bauer as Mercedes. And it is about a private eye who finds a runaway working in a strip joint joint, uh, who may be part of a madman's cult of chainsaw worship. Today I will be joined by a very, very special guest, Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Alex, a slasher. <laughs> Do you think everybody at home thought this season you were just doing the show by yourself? That was <laughs> the longest intro of of anything we've done yet. So, yeah. Uh, I just tried to do a good job. You did a fantastic job. I feel like I watched the movie again. Uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Well, first, let me welcome you back. Welcome me back. We were in hibernation for a brief, what, two months we took off? Uh, God. I think our last episode aired right at the end of July. I don't know. It's, yeah. So, August and September, we're back for October. That seems correct. Uh, I would have, you know, I would have liked to have gone a little longer, maybe, but, uh, you insisted that we get back on and and do it because you know it is what everyone calls spooky season which is a term i hate what alex was uh, suggesting for our our show's structure was one on 
three off. So we would do one season and take off three years. <laughs> uh, and I was like, Alex, as much as I like the sound of it, I think people will forget that we're even a show. Yeah. I mean, we're this fledgling show that's just getting started, and uh, three years is a long time to take off. Well, to be fair, you were right. I mean, like, I think about it now, and that would have been a little much, you know? So, yeah. so thank you for being the voice of reason there, uh, because people will still remember us. I don't think we've done an episode since we went and did uh, OKC HorrorCon, have we? You know, I was actually thinking about that, and I can't remember. I feel like maybe we recorded Toxic Avenger, but I don't recall if that was before or after HorrorCon. Um, I really so I, don't I don't know remember. if we've talked about it. I don't think we did. I don't remember talking about it, but whatever the case, it you was a to talk about it. It now. was a stirring success. Some people say it was a hoot. It was a hoot. We had a good time. We actually I say it was a gas. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's good because I, I I prefer hoot. Um, but it was uh it was fun. We actually met people who knew of our show, who were listeners. That was cool. Uh, and then cool. Oh, come on! You're underplaying. I was absolutely <laughs> just completely blown away that anybody had even heard of this show, let alone would like come up and be like, "Oh my God, I listened to the show. Can I get my picture with you?" Yeah, that blew me the fuck away because you know that was very who, very who the fuck cool. Are we? Uh, Micah told me how much he wanted to meet Lou Ferrigno, and uh, <laughs> I had. I had in, I've interviewed Lou Ferrigno a couple of times, and the most recent time is just a couple of months ago. And so I stopped by. Mike and I were out looking at booths, and I stopped by uh, Lou's table because he was setting up. And I was like, "Hey, you know, I, I know you don't remember me, but I interviewed you a couple months ago, and we just talked a little bit." And I was like, "I want to introduce you to my friend." And I turn, Mike is gone, absolutely yeah. vanished. He's not in sight. At all. And now I you was see like, me? Now you don't. Yeah, and so now Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk, thinks that I have imaginary friends. <laughs> I don't I wanna, like meeting celebrities. I want to introduce you to my friend Mike. Uh, uh, never mind. Uh, good to see you, Lou. I lie about wanting to meet celebrities. I'll be like, hey, let's go meet whoever. Mm -hmm. Let's go meet Bill Cosby. Well, let's go meet, uh, you know, um, that other celebrity. I can't think of a celebrity right now. Kate Winslet? Why did you go let's with go Bill meet Cosby? Kate Winslet. He was the first celebrity that came to mind. Well, that's, Sorry. That is Let's go meet Patrick Ewing. Let's, Patrick let's go e say hi to Don Knotts. Oh, he can't. He's dead. Uh, so. But then I chicken out, and I don't like, I don't have anything to say to you other than like, hey. But you, you literally like I ran away. I mean, we were walking together, and I was like, oh, yeah. let's go meet Lou. And you left me. You just vanished. I, I looked at him. He's like unfolding shit and setting things up and he looked preoccupied i'm like i don't i don't want to barge into this guy's day and be like hi i recognize you from that thing he, let's stare at each other and touch hands pleasant and he was happy that i had stopped by uh it was yeah but you know whatever anyway so yes we are back uh for season two halloween is right around the corner and the movie that micah wanted to start this season with was Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers that I had all this time mistakenly thought was a trauma movie. Uh, it's not at all. And it stars Gunnar Hansen from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface, uh, yeah. 
Linnea Quigley, as you said, who is just a Hollywood scream queen. I love anything that Linnea Quigley's in. And then that's really all I recognized. Um, lots of nudity and fake boobs, lots of blood, lots of body parts. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's get into it. Dude, I mean, get, get, all right, you, you kind of summed up the movie. It's blood, chainsaws, boobs, um, and the the cast seems like they're having a lot of fun. Well, what are your initial impressions of this movie? How did you like it? Uh, Hit me. I mean, I'm glad I watched it. Uh, I don't think it, you know, is one of the best horror movies we've ever watched. But, I mean, this movie knew what it was, right? It's Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. It, you know, they they weren't shooting for, you know, the Oscar on this one. Uh, and I thought the acting I love that was it's pretty like, bad. Yeah, oh, definitely. It was really good and bad at the same time. I loved the acting in this movie. And I love that it's like low emotional commitment. So you can watch all this gore and people being chainsawed, but you're just enjoying it. You're not like, it's not like they're trying to make it disturbing like so many horror movies now. Like, oh, let's really make this gut-wrenching. It's just like, here's some good music. Here's a lot of blood. We're just going to throw buckets onto boobs, onto walls, onto everything, and you can tell everybody's having a good time. I think the cast probably had a blast making this. I fucking loved it. I'm assuming so. I mean, like, during the chainsaw parts, (laughs) there were always, there was someone, I believe it was the director I read about it, was throwing body parts out, you know, at the person who had the chainsaw, and so it would just be like an errant foot, and it often didn't come from the right angle. Like it would come from too high, and there'd be fingers thrown at them, and it was it it was pretty funny. Uh, speaking of music, you said you liked the music. The first uh-huh. chainsaw death, where the hooker is, I guess, an Elvis fan, and she covers up her Elvis poster. Did you notice that? Uh, like it was clearly Elvis singing. And I looked at my wife and I said, uh, do you recognize this Elvis song? And she was like, no, I've never heard this. And I was like, they must have gotten the cheapest Elvis Elvis song. Because I've never heard that song in my life. And you know it would cost a ton of money to stick an Elvis song in your movie. So uh, I researched it a little bit. And apparently that the scene was actually recorded to a different Elvis song. But they couldn't afford that. And so they laid this cheaper Elvis song in, and so none of her dancing or her lip syncing or anything matches. Yeah, yeah. You know, the budget for this thing is estimated to be somewhere between sixty and $95,000. Wow. You know, the whole movie was shot, on, according to IMDb, the whole movie was shot on uh, short ends. Wait, what? Short ends. It's, uh, you know, like when you have a big movie and you're, and you're shooting on film, and then it's getting close to the end of the reel, they stop and pull it out and change the reel because, you know, they don't want it to, you don't want to run out of film right in the middle of a scene. And so what's, yeah. what's left on those reels are called short ends. And so they're, you know, sometimes you can get them for free and they're really cheap uh, otherwise. And so everything probably, in my guess, would be shot in one take, you know, or as few takes as possible because they just have a little bit of film left on the end of the reel. Yeah, you don't want to run out. You don't want to run out on this movie either while, you know, great lines are being said like, and then I showed him how to make a shadow bunny on the wall. Yeah, that, this whole movie, I mean, for those of you who have not seen this movie, obviously it's a bunch of hookers that are chainsawing people up, but there's also this, like, Sam Spade private-eyed detective character 
who vo- yeah. who you know internalizes the entire movie and and narrates it as you go and yeah they literally show him at a typewriter which oddly enough you can't hear uh <laughs> it's totally totally dead uh you can't hear but it shows fingers and it's like you know it's that fucking it was a it was a dark night in LA see yeah. he doesn't say see but that kind of thing he just yeah. shy of says see i mean uh, see and i got he does call a girl a dame a couple of times yeah that's the aspect of this movie I did not care for. I didn't find that entertaining. I thought it was stupid uh, and hokey. And I fucking loved it. I th- it was not my favorite part by any means. But again, low emotional investment in any of the characters, even him. And so as people are getting chopped up, it was just a good time. It's you know it's, it's an all right movie. I liked the cast. I liked the music. I liked the way it was shot. And some of the weird mistakes, I, I like not hearing any of the uh, the natural sound of the room when he's doing his voiceover. It like just drops out. Yeah. You've got his hands on the typewriter. You can't hear a typewriter. No. And it, it was really awkward in parts. I fuck it. I, I don't know, man. I was really happy to be watching this movie, and I will probably watch that one again. You'll watch it again? Yes, and uh, with people, and I will recommend it to people, and I would like to see what else the, uh, what's his name, has made. Uh, what was the director's name? Fred Olin Ray. Yeah, yeah, you said it earlier. And <laughs> I did like, uh, did you catch the one credit? It was like script, you know, vastly improved on and written by, and then it was his name. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I thought that was a, a good credit. And uh, he, I mean, obviously he had a sense of humor about this movie. It was what it was, and I enjoyed it. Um, so, you know, before we let this segment go too long, do you want to tell people what Final Girl is? Yeah. All right. In case you are a brand new listener, every episode we play a little game called Final Girl. There are five contestants, four rounds, only one will survive. The rest of you will die grisly, awful deaths because you did something stupid. The way you enter is you follow us on Instagram. You look up Slasher. I hardly know her. And every couple of weeks or so, we will say, hey, if you were in a scary movie, what would your character's name be? And this is when people come up with funny, awesome, ridiculous names for their characters submit them on instagram we select five and then we play this game and the survivor will win the ever sought after mystery prize yeah and that's it and those silly stupid names i have to uh put on packages and then take to the post office and people (laughs) and you know with a straight face and I usually slap, slap a slasher I hardly know or sticker on there or something. So I'm sure they're just so confused at the post office. Uh, I used to like sling like paint that looked like blood on the packages, but I've stopped doing that because uh, it just did you did you get some friction at the post too, office? Just too many questions. Just too many questions. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't like talking uh. to people. Um, so let's, uh, let's do it. Let's get into the first round of final girl in season two. I can't believe it. I can't believe I can't believe I'm going to get to hear some of your amazing rhymes once again. You know, I have been coaching everybody in the writer's room. I've been telling them like, we really need to bring it last season. Your rhymes were weak. Give me some good shit. 
we don't want to let people down. So we'll see what the writers' room came up with, and if it's no good, we'll fire them. Yeah, absolutely. We don't we don't have any qualms about firing stupid writers. Absolutely not. We fire people just for the hell of it because absolutely. it makes us feel powerful. Makes us feel good about ourselves. Uh, all right, let's meet this week's contestants for the very first uh, final girl of season two of Slasher. Here Please we welcome to the show, Maddie Spitfire. Maddie Spitfire, good name. Coming out strong, Coming out starting the, the season well. Uh, Alina Del Bosque. Okay. Help, help me with this pronunciation here, Alex. I'm not sure I got it right. Maybe I got it right. Alina, uh, E-L-E-N-A. Del, uh-huh. pretty sure I'm good on Del, D-E-L. Bosque, B-O-S-Q-U-E. Is it Bosque or Bosque? I'd say Bosque, and it's it's probably Elena. But uh, is it Elena? E L E N A. Elena. I don't know. Elena it's, it's Del Bosque. It's a very pretty name. It is a very good name. Yes. Very sexy. All right, Sam Ripley. Welcome to the show. Welcome, Sam. Not our first Ripley. In fact, we have had many Ripleys. It yep. is a classic. It is a popular choice. Please welcome Seven Slater. All right, I like that. Did they put the, again? I need help with pronunciation. Did they put the number reading, seven instead of like it's the with v? a Y? S E V Y N. Cool. Seven, seven. Sure. It's got to be seven, right? Savine. Oh, it's a cool name. All right, let's go with Seven Slater. And finally, our fifth contestant, Isabel Necessary. Isabel Necessary. I don't know. Is it Isabel Necessary? Okay. All right, we have our five. Let's go to round one. But first, we have to spin the Wheel of Death. We put all of your names into the Wheel of Death. We spin it. Still haven't greased that wheel. I got so much grease on it, baby. What are you talking about? It sounds terrible. Okay, it's not a lot of grease. Grease is really expensive these days, so I just used a little bit that I was able to just like, you know, has, I, I got, dipped my finger into the grease can and kind of scraped around the corners to get whatever Has I inflation could. really affected the price of grease that much? Dude, don't even get me started on these grease prices. Don't you get the impression that all of the hookers in Hollywood chainsaw hookers were somebody's friend that worked on the film? <laughs> I don't know, man. There was so much. Nobody had their clothes on for this movie. Nope. And if they did have their clothes on, their nipples were poking out of whatever dainty little clothes they were wearing. It was fantastic. Dude, I nearly cried. I was watching the, one of the scenes where they're doing, like, the girl has paint on and she's swinging chainsaws around. And I was just like, this is fucking amazing. This is beautiful. I love this. But the girls themselves were not particularly beautiful, like you would think they would pick for a horror movie. I think they were just like the director was like does anybody know anybody that'll get naked and they were like yeah I, i've got a roommate that uh she's, she's naked a lot and it's like put her in the film you and i have different tastes then because i loved the girls in hollywood chainsaw hookers i thought they I'm were not, lovely i'm not saying they're they're not pretty girls i'm just saying they're not the type of pretty girl you would normally see in a horror movie being naked i think it was a choice I choose these girls and, over these girls. And the choice was, we don't have any choice. Put these girls in. <laughs> You're crazy, man. I think some of these girls were beautiful. Linnea Quigley's beautiful. I think she's absolutely gorgeous. 
Which one was she? She's the main character. She's the one who does the chainsaw dance at the end. Okay, okay, yeah, she was. Which, good. by the way, they threw in according to IMDb because the movie wasn't long enough, so they were just like, go up there, dance around. With is chainsaws. that why that fucking chainsaw dance is so long? Yes. Because it just goes on for days. I'm like, yes, she's not really doing much with those chainsaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, here we go. Back to Final Girl. Round one. Our first contestant is Seven Slater. All right. Seven. Spooky season is here again. A time to laugh and scream with friends. But your best friend Josiah is acting like a nut. While watching Halloween, he grabbed your butt. Oh my God. You told him, keep your hands off my rear end. And explain to Josiah that he's only a friend. You survived. You survived. Well played. And Josiah got friend zoned. Man. Sorry, Josiah. Hey, that's hey, okay. Hey, you got to take some hits out there, Josiah. It happens to everybody. Right. You, you, you know, you can't always be batting a thousand. Okay. Up next, Isabel. Isabel Necessary. Isabel. Johnny and Blake spiked the punch and the cake at the annual masquerade ball. Supposedly, they laced it with acid and rum. At least that's what you heard in the hall. So when no one was peeking, you started sneaking into the cafeteria kitchen. You poured the punch down the sink and threw the cake in the trash, cause staying sober at parties is bitchin'. You survived. Nice. Well done. Good job ruining everybody's good time, you prude. Sorry, wait. No, we're supposed to support final girls and good behavior, right? Yeah, good behaviors will get you to the next round. It does. It's not always fun, but it keeps you alive. That's so right. good job. Good job, Isabel. Okay, up next, Sam Ripley. Sam, the new girl at school is all perfume and boobies, and your best friend Martin is entranced. She's funny and charming and the life of the party, and somehow has Martin convinced that the three of you should have a threesome this weekend because she says fucking virgins is hot. It sounds sort of fun, but your conscience screams run. So you tell Martin, yeah, let's have a threesome. Not. (laughs) You survived. Turned it down with the old not. (laughs) Bringing it back. Take that. Elena Del Bosque. Elena. You've been coming to the Halloween carnival for years. But it's your first time to walk through the Hall of Mirrors. You're holding hands with your best friend, Kim. You're both getting scared and you want this to end. Kim says, maybe we should split up. We could cover more ground. But you say, no way, Kim. It's best if you stick around. You survive. All right. So many survivors. what did we learn? What did we learn? You tell me. Stick together. Oh, okay. Right. Because you don't split up. You split up. You're just asking for trouble. Yeah, we know that. Don't don't run off on your own. We've seen it happen a million, nay, a trillion times. I know. You split up, you get killed. It's just ridiculous that anyone doesn't realize that. Okay, and finally, Miss Maddie Spitfire. Oh, Maddie. Let's see what happens. There's a puzzle box in your dad's dresser. It's like nothing you'd find here in the South. Your dad studies artifacts because he's a professor at the University of Innsmouth. You study the cube, its edges you caress. It cuts you and leaves your fingers a mess. 
then slowly the box begins to move. A slender piece slides its way through a groove, then chains with hooks fly at you at breakneck pace. The hooks grab your skin and stretch your face. Maybe playing with that box wasn't very smart, you think as the chains rip you apart. You are dead. Dead. I mean, in a most horrendous fashion. That's our first fatality of the seasons. Season. You know, so that should be an honor for you that died. Uh, but unfortunately, you can't be honored. You're dead. Rest in peace, Maddie Spitfire. Please come back and play again. We love repeat players. Come up with another name. Use the same one again. We don't care. Just come back. And we have four survivors. We'll find out who survives coming up on Slasher I Hardly Know Her. And we're going to introduce a brand new segment for season two. So stay tuned. That was Slasher, I hardly know her, which will be back in just a few. But first, let's take a break. We haven't taken a musical break in quite a while. And here on 101.3 KILL Slasherville Radio, we like to take the occasional step back through time. So let's hop in that DeLorean, crank it to 88, and listen to a golden oldie from Buffalo Bill. Come on in here, girl. Take them clothes off. Yeah. I don't just want to take your clothes off. I want to take it all off, if you know what I mean. No? Let me explain. I want to take your skin off, layer by layer. Peel your silky skin off Till there's nothing left at all I wanna paint my rug With your sweet crimson blood So come a little closer, baby Let me take your Skin off. Bye, bye, my, they don't make them like that anymore. Well, we hope you enjoyed that little walk down memory lane. I am, of course, Marty, the mouth from down south. Now, back to Slasher, I hardly know her. Welcome back to Slasher, I hardly know her. It's Alex there Slasher, it here with his brother, Micah Slasher, back for season two, and gosh, the fall is in the air, 
the pumpkins are on the porches. You know, I thought about this the other day. Uh, it just occurred to me, and I completely forgot about it. Uh, I was thinking about, you know, the climate that we live in and, you know, how nobody can take a joke anymore. And, you know, you have to be so careful what you say. And I, it reminded me that as a young teenager, I used to drive around town and I would steal uncarved pumpkins from people's doorsteps. I'm not proud of it, but I did it. And then when I got a bunch of them, I would just carve real simple jack-o'-lantern faces in it. And then I would go to the Dollar Tree and I would purchase really cheap big butcher knives. And then I would take a piece of paper and write the word you on it and then I would stab it through it into the pumpkin and then just go leave it on errant people's doors. I'm, I'm confused here. All right, so first of all, you're a hooligan. Correct. You're stealing pumpkins, not jack-o'-lanterns, uncarved pumpkins from people's doorsteps. You take them, you carve a face into it, just some rudimentary jack-o'-lantern face. Then you get a piece of paper that has the word you and you stab a knife through it. Sounds, onto the pumpkin. Sounds like you got it. So I, here's what I'm trying to understand is the you on the paper. Yeah. You're saying like to whoever is pumpkin, whoever finds this on the doorstep, it's like me, you know, since you didn't know their name, since it couldn't be Ted with a knife through it, you just had to write the word you. Right. I would write you like this is you and I would stab the knife through <laughs> the note into the pumpkin and leave it on their doorstep and leave. Right. And these weren't people I knew. Uh, uh -huh. They were just, you know, houses. Did they go back to the doorsteps where they were stolen from? Uh, you know, probably sometimes, but certainly not exclusively. And I had no okay. idea who any of these people were. I had, I didn't know them. They weren't. It was like, you know, a neighbor or anything like that. And in retrospect, that's kind of scary. Yeah, no, that's definitely scary. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll get to talking about what's wrong with you and whether you should seek <laughs> professional help. But uh, did I, you ever get caught? No, never got caught. Uh, I did get caught once while we were out stealing pumpkins by the police, uh, but they couldn't prove we had stolen them, and so they let us go. But I got a question. If yeah. you're shelling out for, for dollar store butcher knives, why not just buy pumpkins and then you don't have to worry about going to juvie for stealing pumpkins off people's property? I was young and stupid and probably didn't have the money to buy a bunch of pumpkins. I mean, pumpkins were probably five bucks or something, but I could get... Oh, yeah. Back you know. in 1974, pumpkins were really expensive. <laughs> well, you know, I mean... That was me making a joke about how old yeah, Alex I, I got is. You. He, he I wasn't got you. really stealing pumpkins. I mean, minimum wage was like 75 cents back then, <laughs> so, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't really banking, and so... Anyway, I, uh, not for nothing, but I, that occurred to me the other day and I just laughed at my, I laughed out loud at my desk. Speaking of people not being able to take jokes in this day and age, let's talk about Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Uh, this movie may be a little bit problematic were it to be released in 2022. Oh, uh, we're throwing around the word why. slut a lot. Yeah. Uh, we're degrading women. All the women are naked. Uh, none of the men are naked. All the men are in charge. All of the women are kind of subservient in this, which you could argue 
maybe it's not a sign of the times. Maybe it's because of the plot that they were, you know, minions to a cult leader, which is realistic. Minions to a cult leader, yes. But, I mean, I wouldn't say that they were. I would say they were in charge. They're tying men to beds and chopping them up with chainsaws. I'd say it's it's a sign of empowerment. Uh, They get to do whatever they want. Did you notice all the breast implants were over the muscle as opposed to under the muscle? Or vice versa, I don't know. It was definitely the 80s style of implant. I love that style of implant. And, uh, you know, you heard it here first, people. Hollywood chainsaw hookers empowers women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is one of the best feminist films of the, of the 1980s. Gunnar Hansen is the worst actor that has ever walked to the face of the earth. His line delivery was so piss poor. He, he's great. He's great. I like it when he doesn't speak at all, and he's just yes. back in the shadows that, watching one of the girls chainsaw one of the Johns. Yes, that was definitely his strong suit. And I and I have to say, uh, when we get to the end and start realizing what's happening, it kind of lost me. I was like, "What? What's this now?" So, can we talk a little bit about the plot? So we've 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 laid out that you know we've got kind of a classic noir setup where. The, the the private dick is narrating what's going on. We're in Los Angeles. It's the 80s. Um, these, these people are going missing, uh, and I don't think they've figured out that there's a cult yet. We just know that people are going missing and that somebody got chainsawed. Um, and uh, the detectives on the case, as are the, the LAPD, uh, but they don't really have any clues yet. Holy shit we got to talk about the scene in the evidence room when when the police dump out the bag. It's got a couple of <laughs> fingers in it. And, and our, it's got our a, detective. It's got a couple of fingers, a condom, a thing of chapstick, and a uh-huh. little thing of banaca. <laughs> was that banaca? It was banaca. <laughs> My dad used to use that shit. Yeah. I remember that stuff burns like hell. Mm-hmm. And then the final item was the matchbook. Right, right. Which Jack, our, our private dick, wow, he is stealthy. Did you notice <laughs> how, how cool he He's just, <laughs> just cool as a cucumber. He slips that matchbook <laughs> into his pocket. He hits the table hard and just like thumps it, reaching for the matchbook, grabs it. How he could have been any less cool or any less stealthy, I have no idea. I ran that back and watched it. Once, no, twice, and laughed my ass off. And <laughs> and then proceeds to use those matches for the rest of the movie. It's not just a clue. He uses them for what they are, to light his cigars. And you that know, matchbook was covered stuff. in blood, too. He doesn't seem yeah. to mind. No, he didn't care at all. And the matchbook had, what, a phone number on it or something? Yeah, yeah, it had, uh, what was her name, Mercedes number on there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he he ends up in a hotel room like uh you know tied up by the hookers and all three or four of the hookers come in and they <laughs> that's when Gunnar Hansen I guess reveals the whole cult thing and uh one of the hookers takes a knife and like carves like a an emblem or something into his chest and it looks so bad I mean it literally looks like they just dipped the knife in some red food coloring and she drew it on him it doesn't look like a cut at all and uh then she, you know, proceeds to like lick the blood, and it's in this scene. It looks like 
you know, it's a it's a hotel room, but the furniture and everything in it, it just looks like a high school production of, you know, our town or something. It's like, uh, well, we have this old chair and we have this old bed and it none of, none of it matches. None of it looks like anything that would be in a hotel room. There's a really gross, dirty dresser. Oh, it is. Uh, the art in this movie is phenomenal. The stuff they have on walls. Uh, it's, I mean, it's obviously just stuff they were able to pull from like Goodwills and stuff. They're cowboy pictures and pictures of an old couple silhouetted against a white background. <laughs> There's Jesus. I mean, like the art in this movie is absolutely worth, you know, going back and watching it. And the Elvis in the uh, the first victim's room, the the Elvis that's hanging up there has candles on either side of this picture that she has to blow out before she. Like you know, Patrick Bateman hangs up the uh, the clear plastic over the Elvis. She had like a sh- like a shrine to Elvis, little candles. Yeah, but yet uh, didn't play any of his hits. Hey, did you notice the guy behind the bar? The bartender was Dookie Flyswatter. Oh, I wondered when you were going to bring up Dookie Flyswatter. Old Dookie Flyswatter. So we have I- an interview with a guy who's making a uh, documentary about Dookie Flyswatter, which will eventually be on. Well, tell me what you know about Dookie Flyswatter. What I know about Dookie Flyswatter is they were like a, he had a band, and it was kind of like a low-rent guar. So they were on stage. It was a little more punk rock than guar, a little less theatric as far as having, like, budget and costumes. It was more just like, let's bring somebody on stage, let's pull their guts out, have blood go everywhere, um, so it was just like sexy, bloody good time doing stunts and spraying the audience with shit. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, I do remember you telling me about this. Speaking of which, have you seen, have you watched the, uh, Guar documentary on Shudder yet? I have not. I've heard I need to watch this. I think I might've told you that, but it's, yeah, you need to watch it. It's great. It's really good. Well, let's see here. Oh, Hey. Did you hear that? That sound of me groaning? I've got a different setup for season two where I can lay back on a couch. I've got a microphone on my chest. I can move around, and uh, it's way more relaxing. Really? I'm still sitting uncomfortably on a bar stool. Mm, that sounds so uncomfortable. It's not comfortable at all. It's higher than the desk, so my legs are actually up on the desk. That's awful. Um, you know, Alex, we were talking about this movie in the year it came out, 1988, and that, oh that my jogged my memory. I oh actually my know of a few other things that happened in 1988. Well, lay it on me, brother. I will lay it all over you. I will spray it on your furry belly. Thanks. Okay. Yes, Alex? Thank you. I appreciate that. You That's, have a response? I, I, My belly's not that furry, but just the image there was enough to make me not say anything. Me spraying news on your furry belly? Uh-huh. The news of 1988? Yes. Well, let's get into it. Let's do it. In 19, uh, 1988, Vice let's do President 88 George... First. <laughs> okay, we'll get to 98. Later. Okay. Vice President George H.W. Bush, that H&W stands for Herbert Walker, was elected U.S. President by defeating Michael Dukakis. Wow. Haven't heard that name in a while. The first Walmart Supercenter opened in Washington, Missouri. 
In 88? That's what I have. Wow, okay. You know, they had Walmarts, but this was a super center. Not only was it groceries, Alex, but you could get everything you ever dreamed of there. Need some socks? We got them. Need a stapler? No problem. Whatever you need, come to a Walmart Supercenter. We've got you covered. And not only do we have everything you need, we've got it at a great, great low price. <laughs> great. Uh, this, this episode brought to you by Walmart. <laughs> yeah, this, this particular segment, sponsored by Walmart. <laughs> you know, uh, Walmart was founded by a guy named Sam Walton, right? Familiar, yeah. I'm sitting in the... Uh, like a shop where they they sell and rent wheelchairs like motorized wheelchairs electric wheelchairs mm-hmm. talking to a guy who works on motorcycles his whole life but he was telling me about back in the 1980s he would do uh he fixed antiques for sam walton like sam walton would come in with a i don't know a broken candlestick and he'd melt it solder it back together or something like that okay there you go that's the story that's the whole story. Are you amazed? No, I'm gonna ha- I, I'm gonna have to cut that out of the podcast. Okay, cut that. Out. So people don't fall asleep at the wheel and <laughs> cause a major accident. True, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Uh, then I won't tell the job about how I used to babysit for Steve Jobs. Uh, please don't. Please don't. All right. Also, in 1988, popular baby names were Joshua and Jennifer. And uh, fashion trends included blue eyeshadow and leg warmers. Cool Ranch Doritos and pasta salad were all the rage. To be clear, folks, in season two, we have not changed this segment nor improved it. Definitely haven't improved it. <laughs> Let's see, who won the Oscar that year? It was a movie called The Last Emperor. Won nine Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Director. Never saw it. You know, I've never seen it. I remember it. I remember the poster. I remember seeing the box, but I've never rented it. So there's like a little kid wearing a pointy hat on the cover or something like that, wearing like a silky robe. Sure. If I'm thinking of the right movie. Why not? Uh, let's see. The Cosby Show on NBC was the most popular TV series. Rain Man was the highest grossing film, and Faith was the top song on the chart. Oh, Faith. The way I remember yeah, it, the way I remember it was... Uh, I Want Your Sex was the original hit, and then people threw such a fit about that being on the radio, they immediately released Faith. Really? I believe that is how that happened. So they're trying to make you forget one George Michael song by releasing another? Yes. that was. That's like Trump's approach to politics. As soon as shit hits the fan, he's like, we got to come up with something else. Let's make up some other shit. (laughs) Oh, and you just alienated half our listeners. Uh, I think if you love him or hate him, you will agree that this is this is definitely a strategy of his. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. News Magazine 48 Hours premiered on CBS, and The Phantom of the Opera opened on Broadway. And a fella named Rush Limbaugh began his conservative talks radio show. Toni Morrison got the Pulitzer Prize for her novel Beloved. And the Washington Redskins were the Super Bowl champs. L.A. Dodgers won the World Series, and the Edmonton Oilers took the Stanley Cup. Well, all right. And here's your favorite. Here's part my of the favorite news part. Of the year. Scary movies that came out in 1988. There are so many I could only do a handful, and it's still a lot. It's a big ass handful. It's a it's a big heaping handful of scary movies. Oh, two heaping handfuls of scary movies. And, there's a sweaty palm. There's another sweaty palm. 
Okay. Stream of consciousness. Apologies. Here we go. Scary movies from 1988. Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Which oh, Alex favorite. I love it. Child's Play, Beetlejuice, Night of the Demons, The Blob, Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Brood, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, Brain Damage, Waxwork, Dead Ringers, Hobgoblins, and The Lair of the White Worm. The Lair of the White Worm? Are you familiar with this one? I am not familiar with that one. I've seen it. It's been so many years since I've seen it. Probably, Jesus, 15, almost 20 years ago. Uh, I want to say Hugh Grant's in it. Don't quote me on that. But uh, I'm not going to quote you on it. Worm in a cave, something like that. May have something to do with the cult. I can't remember because it was a long time. But you're sure it was a horror movie? I'm pretty damn sure you could call it horror. All right, then let's call it's it definitely horror. Definitely weird, though. It's not like a slasher or anything like that. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, let's see. Horror comedy loosely based on Bram Stoker novel of the same name. Written and directed by old Ken Russell. Has Hugh Grant. Yep. Yep, that's the one. Well, I hope we never have to watch it. I might make us watch it. You Ugh. never know. Maybe you'll love it. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> We've got... <laughs> You're right. Yes. Put your put your head between your legs. Breathe. It's a little dry even. It's a little dry even. Okay. <laughs> We've been at it for 18 minutes and 33 seconds. Uh, should we play another round of Final Girl before Woo-hoo! we talk about old Hollywood Final Chainsaw? Girl! Final Girl, round That's two. That's the kind of enthusiasm Woo! we were missing in season Woo! one. Woohoo! God damn it! Just be, just do this the whole show. You, yeah, I'll talk. And I'll be you your just hype man. Be the hype man. Final <laughs> girl, final girl. And I wish this was a show with video too, because you'd be, you'd be the hype man slash rude boy. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Anybody remember Rude Boys? Do you, do you remember Rude Boys? I'm not talking about Rihanna. I'm talking about fucking ska people. No. Fucking ska. I don't know Rude Boys. Horns, rude boys running out and skanking. <laughs> skanking? You remember how to skank? I don't know what skanking is. Oh, uh, skanking was the dance that you did when you listened to dudes play ska. Okay. You'd go see the boss tones or real big fish and you'd fucking skank like a rude boy. Skank like a rude boy. Oh, man. We, this is one of those times I really hate that this is not a video podcast. I need to see you <laughs> skanking like a rude boy. I can still skank like a rude boy. Yeah, okay. I bet you can. You and I had different childhoods. You were listening to metal while I was listening to ska wearing a fucking skinny tie. Uh, I was listening to, like, dance music. I listen. Uh, yeah. When I was a teenager, it was all dance music. Wait, wait, like CNC Music Factory? CNC Mu- Music Factory, Black Box, Crystal is, is Waters. CNC Music Factory, is their big hit? Everybody dance now. Yep, that's it. That's it. Technotronic. Oh, I love Technotronic. Yuckhead K. How do I not know good this one. about you? Oh yeah, man. It's it it was it was real. 
Okay, I'm going to need to spend some time with you over a, a drink sometime talking about your dance music phase in your life. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I need I'm, to hear more about I'm telling this. You, it, was, it was off the charts. I, I It's all I listened to. If it was some sort of house beat, I was in. Uh, all right. Yeah, Here we bad. go. All right, let's uh, go. Back to Final Girl. Yeah, uh, we lost one dear, dear Maddie Spitfire. Rest in peace. She is now dead. Maybe being buried. I don't know if they're planning the funeral yet. But we have five, four survivors. Let's find out what happens in round two of Final Girl. Up first. Well, wait. We must spin that wheel here. here we go. Spin that Let's wheel. Sure it's fair. Woo! Spin that wheel! Spin that wheel! Okay, up first we have Sam Ripley. All right, Sam, looking good for you. You know, there's Sam. really only three or four chainsaw hookers. Okay, Sam. <laughs> Woohoo! Fucking party at the quarry. You better come or you'll be sorry. Oh my god. Booze and tits and stinky reefer too. Canadian but version. You stay home because fun's not for you. Mm. You survive. You survive. You're not sorry. Good job, Sam. Good Still job. Alive. All right, up next we have Seven Slater. Seven. Let's see what happens with Seven Slater. <laughs> okay, Seven. Your tummy's aching from too many donuts. Uh. You shouldn't have had that last fritter. But you're not one to cry, so you shout, Worth it! As you stagger your way to the shitter. Your new friend Becca says she has some weed. She says it will settle your tummies. But you know that God will send you to hell, so you declare weed is for dummies. You survive. Damn. Well, yeah, if the other option's hell, yeah, that, I wouldn't smoke weed either. That was a precarious run. Okay, up next, we pluck a name from the wheel. It is Elena. Elena Dumbosco. All right, Elena. Principal Grumby is a blue ribbon prick. Let's go egg his house. You overhear Tommy and Teddy say as you sit there quiet as a mouse. They say, are you in? Will you come along? But you whine, egging houses is wrong. You survive. Nice. Well done. All right. And our last prayer here for round two. Isabel necessary. Oh, <laughs> Clever. Isabel, somehow you ended up in the wrong class. They're nerding out over Lord of the Rings. Who are these fucking losers? I'll kick their ass. Geeking out about... <laughs> fuck. Geeking mm -hmm. out about go. such... Just just let it ride. I'm letting it ride, man. I'm Geeking in. out about this. such stupid things. As you get up from your desk, you push a kid down and take his book and lob it. Out in the hall, you meet your demise, devoured by a zombie hobbit. You are dead. Wow, a zombie hobbit. A zombie a zombit. hobbit. A zombie. A zombie. Holy oh, shit. Wow. That was a rock. That's the first I've ever heard of a zombie here no. or anywhere. No, you invented that. But, I mean, that. come on, Isabel. You went in. You, you made fun of them for being nerds. You push one down. Throwing people's shit. You gotta be nice to people. Yeah, can't be a motherfucker. Or a zombie hobbit will bite you to death. Yep, bite bite you to death. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Oh my god. All right. So, uh, three survive, right? We got three left? Yeah. Three here. making it in dead. to the third round. It's pretty good. Pretty good. This is a good episode so far. We've almost talked about the uh, zombie or the uh, hooker movie twice. Uh, you know what? There are a lot more hookers in the temple scene than I remember. And, Wonderful, uh, beautiful, excellent hookers. Yeah. And we're going to talk about some of the blood and gore and nastiest kills in this movie. We're also going to... Uh, What's up with the motor oil? <laughs> Heather was like, what is that? I was like, that's how you used to have to open motor oil. You'd stick the spigot down in it. She was like, really? They drink like, it, yeah. right? They're drinking motor oil. Yeah. That's the blood of the gods or some bullshit. Uh, Dookie Flyswatter is using one of the old nozzles that you jam into the yeah. can, pouring it into a bowl, and then the hookers pass it around, and everybody takes a drink of some motor oil. Oh, my God, this movie. All right. Uh, we'll see you after the break. celebrities get roasted before but not like this no no i'm burning that's right we're actually roasting celebrities hot shit that's a hot fire come on real fire real pain <gasps> big names like arnold schwarzenegger no stop burning me christopher walken oh whoa no no please no more. Elvis. Oh, God damn, that burns. Sir Sean Connery. Stop that. No, don't set me on fire. I'll set you on fire, bitch. Al Pacino. Oh, that's hot. Hot. Hot potato. You son of a bitch. Elmo. Please don't burn me. Don't burn Elmo. Owen Wilson. Why are you doing why, why are we even doing this? I don't want to be on fire. Do you want to set me on fire? Seems like you do, but I can think of like a billion other things we could be doing right now. There's this fucking taco truck. It's only, it's like a block and a half from here. You have taco ramen. You can dip a fried taco in the broth. And, and the, the flavor is, it's, it's out of this world. I mean, you're going to be like, wow. Burn, baby, burn. Watch your favorite celebrities get roasted on a spit. Just like a suckling pig. Real celebrities, real fire. Tonight on Dramedy Central Celebrity Roast. Welcome back to Slasher. I hardly know her. We are talking about a little movie called Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. This is the movie that's bringing us back for the first episode of season two. It's got boobs. It's got blood. It's got body parts. It's got crazy cult leaders. It's got a private dick. It's got Dookie Flyswatter. It's got Gunnar Hansen, the original Leatherface. What am I leaving out? Fire eating. Fi oh, yeah, the fire eating. God, I love that scene so much. That whole temple scene at the end is wonderful. Do you know the temple was a recycled set that was from House 2? Really? Uh-huh. 
according to IMDb, House. my sources at IMDb. I remember House had Norm in it from from uh, yes. Cheers. Yes. Did you know Cheers turned forty this week? Wow, yep. forty. Damn. Yeah. Oh man, the Chainsaw Dance. Woo! Let's talk about the Chainsaw Dance. It's terrible, but I love it. Uh, Linnea Quigley is completely topless in it with mm-hmm. this body paint on her. And Shiny, a, sparkly a, a, body paint, glittery a, body paint. Once again, according to my sources at the Internet Movie Database, uh, that shot, the, the shot of her doing her chainsaw dance and stuff, was used in all kinds of promotional material, and it was in the commercial and everything because uh, the people putting it together thought she was wearing a bodysuit, but she's actually just naked. And so it was shown all over the place all the time because people didn't think it was nudity. Isn't that awesome? That's terrific. That is terrific. A young Alex Slasher would have enjoyed that. Way to go, Quigley. Mm-hmm. Getting your body out there. Yes. She looks fantastic in this scene. She's I mean, a beautiful it's dumb and it goes on forever, but between the body paint and her dancing around, I was like, I don't care that these chainsaws aren't really running. Were they not it's, running? No, no, no. I mean, well, there's, the, there's maybe smoke there's pouring smoke coming out. Of them. out. I mean, they're not like she's not pulling the trigger. There were, oh, and the fight, the chainsaw <laughs> fight. Oh I God. love the uh, the foley sound on the chainsaw fight. So you get uh, uh, two of our chainsaw hookers fighting with chainsaws like they're lightsabers or swords. Yes. Uh, and whenever they touch, they make a different sound. But it's obvious that the chains aren't moving. Yes, but it is not obvious that, I mean, like, these are definitely real chainsaws. They have heft to them. They did not find prop chainsaws. No, man, and they really ran them in some of the scenes. Like, they're they're really running it. When when our detective, Jack, is tied to the bed and she's pulling the trigger, that's a real chainsaw. Yeah, she, uh... I, I think it's I think it's why the chainsaw dance is so lackluster. Is the damn things are just so heavy? Shit. Yeah, she couldn't lift them like above. She couldn't yeah. get her elbow higher than ninety degrees. Yeah, and she's a tiny little woman. I mean, she's very diminutive. I <laughs> I don't know what that word means. Uh, it means it's just another word for chainsaw. All right, so uh, <laughs> you wanted to talk about the second death too. This guy, uh, he's a pervert, hires a prostitute so that he can take pictures of her holding a bat because I guess he's a bat salesman. Is that yeah? This is that is what's for happening? His, uh, his calendar. Yeah, and <laughs> but he doesn't have any kind of backdrop. The backdrop is just like the chair in his living room and his, his fireplace. There's and no lighting. It's for kids. It's like it's for kids, and yeah. I can't remember who else it was for. I'm like, so you're gonna have a nudie calendar for kids? Yeah, uh, I don't know. It it was stupid. It was a dumb scene, and uh, and that guy though, he played a, a nice creepy pervert really well. And then he's taking pictures of her. She's got the baseball bat. She starts creeping closer. He's like, no, no, you're too close. I can't get the shot. Quit doing that. Stop, stop. You're getting too close. And then wham, she whacks him with a bat right in the head, drags him to a bathtub where, of course, it's time to pull out another chainsaw and have naked girl chainsawing guy in a bathtub while they splash her naked body with lots of blood and body parts. Throwing blood on it. It was just ridiculous amounts of blood. It was awesome. That uh, that scene was shot in uh, Fred Olin Ray's apartment. 
and they were writing <laughs> the script as they were filming it. That I believe. Yeah. That I believe. No problem believing that at all. Did you notice, uh, speaking of the script, that all the characters kind of spoke uh, the exact same way? Everybody had these little quips. Everybody had a very similar uh, way of speaking. You know, when you write a script, when you write different characters, they're supposed to have their own unique voices, but it was definitely like, we're going to write everybody speaking this exact same way with all these cute one-liners. Um... I didn't notice it, but, you know, there was a lot going on in my defense. You know? There no, was No, I don't know. There was a... Uh, yeah, yeah, there was You were uh, distracted by the blood and the boobs? Um, Yeah, I mean, dude. Oh, God, the chainsaw fight's happening right now. And it's one of the... It's like a, it's like a fight you would have when you were play sword fighting as a kid. Like, there's no effort to actually hit the other person. The effort is just to hit the other chainsaw with the chainsaw. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there's no like, oh, I got you here. I'm defending against this blow. Nah, they're just grinding chainsaws. Uh, Speaking you know, of the, the temple scene, leading up to the temple scene, when uh, Jack and the kidnapped girl, uh, or the girl that's gone missing uh, that Linnea plays... Uh, Quigley, they inject her in the butt with this big syringe full of, I don't know, some kind of green-looking goo. Was that supposed to be more of the devil's motor oil? Sure. I mean, <laughs> I guess. I what the know. hell was that? They're, they, I think they said the blood of our gods or blood of our ancestors, something like that, and yeah. then they shoot it into her butt, uh, which I was amazed, being the type of movie that it is, that they didn't cut to the close-up of a syringe, you know, poking your butt. But they anyway. Pro- they probably couldn't afford it. And did you see that syringe? It was ridiculous. It was like a huge Fisher-Price syringe. You know I mean? like, <laughs> And they didn't use all of the liquid in it, so I guess they'd save it for the next person they need to turn into a chainsaw killer. I don't know. I don't know. And the cops in this movie, there's so much, so much ridiculousness in this movie. But that said... You know, I would, I would suggest, well, I, I won't say that yet, but this was not a, you've, you, you've made me, I can't talk, you've made me watch some really terrible things. And going into this, I knew what it was, and I didn't dread it quite as much as I have some of the things you've made me watch. I mean, with a name like Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, you knew you were in for at least a mildly good time. Absolutely. How could that be? What, how could that be wrong? I don't understand how this movie's not bigger. I mean, when I see a name like Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, I'm, I want to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. I mean, like, uh, apparently it was originally just called Chainsaw Hookers, and then they added the Hollywood for some reason. I read it somewhere, but I don't know what it was. I'm glad they did. Yeah. Oh, and you watched it on Tubi also, so I was kind of excited about all the recommended movies that came up like at the bottom after Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers went off, I'm like, ooh, I want to see these that if you like Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, you are going to love blah, blah, blah. I want to check out some of those movies. Yeah, I've got a, you know, when we talk about what movie we're doing next, I have a very interesting twist to that. Okay, speaking of that, so we didn't really say who officially picked this movie, but, you know, it was my idea, so does that mean you're picking the movie this time? Yeah, because you picked this one. are you ready? You want to do it now? No, no, we'll do it at the end. But you know, I just want to plant that seed. Make sure you got something picked out. Yeah, I told you. I've got. It's got a little twist to it. Ooh, 
Yeah. A little twist. A little bit of a twist. A little bit of a twist. I'm excited. I, I This is one of my favorite things is finding out which movie you're going to make me watch. Yeah. I I dread that portion of it when it's your week, though. Yeah. I mean, you have picked some stinkers, man. Basket Case. Oh, God. The that Blob. Movie's terrible. The Blob is good. The Stuff. I would watch The Blob many more times. And The Stuff was good, too. The Toxic Avenger. Yeah, it was great. You pick some so winners, what you're too. saying is I I choose gold over You've picked and over some again. Some good ones. You have also picked some terrible terrible movies. And Speaking over the of years, terrible movies have Alex is going to tell us his pick at the uh, end of the next segment. Oh. But before we do that, uh-huh. we've got Final Girl coming up. Okay. But first, we have oh. a brand spanking, brand spanking new, new segment for season two. Ugh. This is called Bunker Bag. Mm-hmm. Let's tell them how it works. Okay, bunker bag. What has happened is the zombie apocalypse has begun. The world is ending. Everything's going wrong. Hellfire, horsemen of the apocalypse, you name it. You got to get down into your bunker. Mm -hmm. You can take a few items in your bunker bag. One song, one movie, one book, and then one item of your choosing. And what we do is we go up to people on the street and we tell them this. This scenario, here's your here's your deal. It's the, it's the apocalypse. You got your bunker bag. You get one movie, one book, one song, and then one item of your choosing. What are you taking? What are you packing in your bunker bag before you go down there? You seal the hatch and wait for the apocalypse to calm the fuck down. So that's what we do. We talk to folks on the street. So let's find out what people are putting in their bunker bag. Here we go. So it's one movie, yeah. uh, all right. One movie, one book, one song, one random item. You can tell us as much or little as, <laughs> as to why as you want. Take your time. Uh, I think in terms of songs, uh, there's this song called uh, Run Now Luck by Alex Cameron. Never get tired of it. Uh, book, uh, Slaughterhouse-Five, I'm a big fan of that one. Kurt Vonnegut's great. Uh, movie. Uh, I'm gonna say Goodfellas. I'm a big fan of that one. And any random item, it's just gotta be something I I never get tired of. Uh, I just want like a whole big ass roll of like bubble wrap, just something to keep me entertained for that whole time. Let's say uh, Beetlejuice. Uh, one book. Let's say Stranger in a Strange Land. And one song. Say Let It Be. That leaves one random item of your choosing. I think I like water filter. Uh, one book, one movie, one song, and then one random item. Okay, one book. Um, I would say Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Sound. Mm-hmm. Casablanca. And uh, one song. Oh, it's just one song, not a whole like. Okay. Um, I thought to get a little bit more mileage out of it, I'd pick something classical, you know, with several movements and all that. So, um, uh, I would say um, a change is going to come by Sam Cooke. And then one random item. Water purifier. (laughs) You're the second person to say that. Hey, thanks for talking to us, man. I appreciate it. All right, all right. So that was uh, the very first bunker bag. Uh, Alex, I want to put you on the spot. We heard from that 
person about what they would put in their bunker bag, but what would you put in your bunker bag? Uh, wow. I don't know. So it's... it's you get one song, probably by right said Fred. <laughs> yeah. So l- let's just do it that way. We'll go from there. Well, I would pick Poison by Alice Cooper. Oh. Yeah. Sing me a little. Yeah, I'm not doing it. But anyway, that's my song. What's the next thing? What is? What else do I have to pick? You also get a book. I'd take Confessions of a Puppet Master by Charlie Band. Oh, you've talked about this book before. Love it. You also get a movie. A movie? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I would either pick Friday 13th, Part 6, or, or I would go with Goonies. Goonies. You can watch That's Goonies a, a lot. Yeah, you could watch I Goonies. I love a lot. Goonies. Goonies is great. Fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Let's see. You did your song, you did your book, your movie, and then you get one random item. Oh, I get one Just random an item? item of your choosing, whatever you want to take. Um, A picture of my wife. Oh, that is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, she's. She's uh, pretty cool, and I know we'll listen to this episode, so. Yeah. There you go. Because your real answer should have been pocket knife. <laughs> You're going to want that. Yeah, that's, eh, you know, I'll, <laughs> I'll pick one up along the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, once you get out of the hatch. All right, well, we're down in the bunker. We'll hear from more people about what they would put in their bunker bag in future episodes. We hope you enjoyed this new segment. But let's get back to that old segment, that tried and true game show that gets people titillated every old fucking segment! time. Old segment! Old segment! Woo! God, I love old segments. I love old segment. It's my favorite segment. Okay, final girl, round three. You may recall we lost Maddie Spitfire, yep. Spit, blah, 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 Spitfire, and Isabel Necessary in the last round. Now, we have three remaining players Sam Ripley, Seven Slater, and Elena Del Bosque. All right, let's see what happens. First, we spin the wheel. Before, up first. before we get is. going too far into this, can I ask you a Go quick on. question? Let me ask please you a quick do. question. Do you mind? Oh, please. Uh, Micah, do you know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Uh, yeah, we go way back. Oh, all right. Then I don't have anything to tell you. Go on. Okay. All right. Wait, what? What? Where did this come from? What's going on here? I, I was going to try to convert you to Christianity. Any particular reason why you decided to do that now? I uh, didn't want you to, but you know, before you damn your soul any further with these horrible rhymes, I oh. I wanted to try to save you, uh, but it sounds like it sounds like you're good. So oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, it sounds like 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 you've got it worked out now. Ah, me and God are tight. Tight, tight, tight. Okay. Tight. Cool, cool, cool. cool. All right. Well, then just go on and just forget I said anything. Okay. Okay. I, I usually do. I know. I know. I wouldn't listen First, to me. Sam, Sam Ripley. All right, Sam, let's find out what happens. Sam, you and Sarah have been best friends for a long time, but lately Sarah has been extra handsy. (laughs) You ask her about it, and she turns red. She says you tickle her fancy. She goes on to say she wants you to kiss her. 
But you tell her that you think of her like a sister. You survived. All Good right. job, Sam. Good job, Sam. Way to think of her like a sister. <laughs> An- another got not just friend zoned, got fucking sibling zoned. That's hard. If you if you were coming on to somebody and they were, you know, you're finally telling them how you feel about them, what would hurt worst? Just be friends or I think of you as a brother? Um, I think of you as a brother is bad. That's like, rough. That's as bad as it gets. Because then, like, if you were a friend and you're trying to convince her and you're like, hey, listen, you know, friendship, you know, great relationships start as friends and blah, 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 blah. But it's sure. pretty tough to get over that. Quit thinking of yeah, me yeah. as your brother and have sex with me. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's a tough nut to crack right there. Yeah, because friends can become naked friends. Right. Absolutely. But friends with siblings benefits. should never, never screw. Right. You don't hear brothers with benefits. Siblings with benefits a lot. It's <laughs> not a it's not a thing you hear a lot. Tell that to Pornhub, Jesus Christ. Oh, is there a okay. lot of brother sister porn? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Alex. I forgot you were born yesterday. What does that mean? Doesn't know there's incest porn. It's been all over the place for like a, I don't know how long this has been going on. It's ever, it's all you can find on there. Really? You just get on any porn site and it's like stepdad, stepdaughter, brother, sister, sister, sister. Great show, by the way, if you never saw it. And uh, that that's all we've got. You know that's not true. Sister, sister sucked. <laughs> What were the girls' names on uh, Sister, Sister? How the hell would I know? Do you I remember d- the girls' names on Sister, Sister? Tia and Tamara? Oh, okay. It was Tia yeah. and Tamara. That absolutely oh. sounds familiar to me. All right. Sam, you survived. Let's see who's next. We got seven. Seven Slater. All right, seven. The doctor says, please take your clothes off. Then he says, turn your head and cough. But then it gets weird. You see that he's hard. Ugh. So you choke him with his stethoscope and kick him in the nards. You survived. Okay. Okay, that was yeah. that took a turn. Yeah, that I didn't see that. I didn't, that's, I, I didn't see it coming. Neither did that doctor's nards. No, oh, clearly not. That's what you get. You do not try to come on to Seven Slater nope. when she's just in for a checkup. Yeah, She nah. just needs a physical, you weirdo. Put yeah. that boner away. You're supposed to be a professional, a medical yeah. professional. Dr. Pervert. Ugh, now you're choked to death with a stethoscope. I don't know if she killed him. I just know she kind of choked him with a stethoscope and kicked him in the nars. Do you oh. think she killed him? You think Seven killed that doctor? I think so. That's what I Damn. think. Damn, that's we've never had, never had one of those. No, that's why. I, that's Seven why I Slater, said you're making it, history. It was a turn. I did not expect it. Okay, finally we have Elena. All right, Elena Dilbusk. Not looking good not, for you. Not looking good, Elena. Okay, it was a dark and stormy night. You held your boyfriend tight. You started making out. He whipped out his trout. (laughs) You touched it till he squealed. Now your fate is sealed. As he zipped up his pants, you froze in a trance. Behind him there stood a man with a hood. He pulled out two knives. 
then took both your lives. Wow. That's rough. That is rough. And it rhymes. It right. It was, and they weren't even rough rhymes. It was a poem. It was a poem. It was art. It was beautiful. I'm an artist. You are an artist. Yes. Like no other. That is a fact. So, Mm. there you go. We got two survivors going into the last round. That is very exciting. We have to wrap up this movie and then learn exactly what it is that I'm going to have us watch next week. And remember, I told you, it's going to be a twist. It's a twist. Oh, I know. You're having us watch Twister, that tornado movie. Oh, God, if only. I love that movie. It's a great movie. It is a great movie. All right, when we come back, Alex will reveal what we're going to be watching for the next episode. I have no idea what he's going to pick. We'll also award our crunchiest kills, rate Hollywood chainsaw hookers. All coming up next. Folks, uh, that was Slasher I hardly know her, and this is Sad Brad. I'm filling in for Marty. He's home with the syphilis. Up next, we've got an old classic hit from the 70s. This is Behind the Mask by Earth, Wind, and Myers. be the man behind the mask behind the mask they don't know what it's like to be the man with a knife in his hand they don't know what it's like to be the man behind the mask behind the mask they don't know what it's like to be the man with the murderous plan Behind the mask, they don't know what it's like to be the man with a knife in his hand. They don't know what it's like to be the man behind the mask, behind the mask. They don't know what it's like to be the man with the murderous plan. That was Behind the Mask by Earth, Wind, and Myers. I'm Sad Brad. Now back to the show. Come in. Alex, you're full of piss and vinegar today. You seem so excited. I love me some piss and vinegar. You seem, you just seem, you know, balls to the wall excited, horny for horror. Horny for horror. I just got done playing with my lightsaber. Oh, fucking hyped. Wow. Mm-hmm. He's not He's not making a, any kind of euphemism either. He actually had a lightsaber out during the break, like a toy lightsaber that makes sounds. Yeah. And he couldn't figure out how to turn it off and make it stop making sounds so uh, that we could start recording the show again. I figured it out. I I got the beam to go down. Woo! Oh. 
So these are legit lightsabers that we can hit each other with and actually have a, a sword fight without Damn worrying right about breaking can. the lightsabers? Damn right. Absolutely. I would kick well, your ass. Well, I need to come see you again and hopefully not be driving in a mess of tornadoes this time. Oh, uh, and then we'll have a fucking lightsaber fight. All right. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. That's probably why I forgot to have the lightsaber fight last time you were here. Is because I was worried you were getting killed in a tornado at the time. Yeah, I par- apparently barely missed the tornado, and then there was a dead dog on the road that was still alive. It was fucking awful. I had to get out and, like, move it off the road and pet it, and it had its name on the tag. I'm, like, petting it and being sweet to it while it sailed off to the great unknown. God, Fuck. Let's, let's leave this part out of the podcast. It was awful. And then the fucking oh, hail God. cracked the windshield on the rental car, so that trip ended up costing me, like, over a grand just to drive to see you. All right, so let's get into this. You want to wrap up Hollywood hookers for me? Yeah, Hollywood chainsaw hookers. So we've had several deaths. We've had these poor Johns who were just hoping to get laid by a beautiful prostitute, but instead they died via chainsaw, just cut to pieces. And our detective who's been trying to find this missing girl and has been uncovering this plot of this cult and these hookers, and it's all part of some fucking ritual that builds up to this last scene that takes place at the temple. Our detective has now found the missing girl. He's got her with him. They go to the temple. They're going to try to stop these hooligans, these nasty cult members, but instead they get caught. They get their hands tied up. The, uh, the cult members, they, they shoot some syringe full of some fucking stuff into our girl's ass, which makes her start acting like a cult member again, and she's back on the bad side. So the detective is all by himself. He's called the police. He said, get out here. We're going to need your help. But the police haven't showed up, and it's not looking good for Detective Jack. He ends up on an altar. They're about to cut him open with a fucking chainsaw as part of the final ritual. Then... What happens? I don't... We get the fire breather. Oh, yeah, yeah, the fire breather. She does a nice little thing there. She blows fire and eats fire and moves it around with her hands. It was it was fun to watch. Yeah, dude. And I wish they'd do more of that in movies. Just throw random, you know, carnival acts and freak shows around. Well, at one point, she has fire in her hand and yeah. uh, then has to take her blouse off and so she can be naked with the fire. And I thought, uh-oh, like she's going to burn herself. Like I was actually concerned for her. But I was just excited that there was there was a fire dance and it was a naked fire dance. Naked fire dance. Can't beat it. I mean, every movie could yeah, benefit fantastic. from a naked fire dance. Can we, Absolutely. We can agree on that, I would think. I don't know why all fire dances aren't naked fire dances. Absolutely. I, I mean... It's a it's a failure of society that they're not. It really is, dude. I was thinking that as I'm watching this movie, especially the last scene in the temple, I'm like, why can't it be like this everywhere, every day? You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. naked fire dancers, mm-hmm. naked chainsaw dancers. Like, I'm down, man. I would love that. Just like, it seems like a, a wonderful playland of happiness. A wonderful playland of happiness. I agree. Just... Like a like a good version of Sodom and Gomorrah, you mm-hmm. know, where yeah. it's just 
just wonderful nudity and smiles. Yeah, not doing anybody any harm. Mm. Just happy nakedness. Mm. So, That's the world I want to live in. So how does this movie end? Because I got to tell you, I kind of checked out there at the end. Uh, well, the police finally show up. Yeah. Lynn Quigley, who has turned bad, has the chainsaw. She's going to kill the detective because they got her brainwashed again. Right. But at the last moment, she turns and instead she shoves the chainsaw into the master, the leader of this cult stomach, the guy played by Gunnar Hansen, and just fucking chainsaws his fucking insides. Blood goes everywhere, all over her. More blood on naked boobies. That's what this movie should have been called. That's what my memoir should be called, Smiling <laughs> at Boobies, because that's what I did for an hour and 14 minutes while I watched this. I smiled at boobies. Uh, uh yeah. And then the cops show up. But by then it's like it's too late. Everything's like some of the cult members are running out, so they send some of the police to get them. The uh whatever the captain or whatever Jack's friend from the the police department comes in while he and uh Lynn Nea Quigley are uh making out and now they got the hots for each other. Oh, wait, you checked out. You missed the final line of this movie, so I mean, I they, I just don't really remember. He takes her back to his office. She's going to work for him now. She reunites with her parents, or her mom, rather, and uh, her stepdad, Mike, or her mom's boyfriend, Mike. Anyway, uh, so he's, like, doing his detective voiceover bit. He's like, eh, you know, she turned out she's not so bad. She's coming. She's going to work for me as a an assistant or whatever, as his, his secretary. And the last line is, like, talking about her – and then the last thing it says, and besides, she's got great tits. <laughs> Roll credits. And, and those credits uh, do promise that uh, there will be a sequel, a sequel of sorts, I guess, called Student Chainsaw Nurses coming soon. That movie was never made. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah, that, that, that could have been. I mean, Student Chainsaw Nurses, I am in. But I guess the reception of this uh, was not that great. Uh, it's only got a 33 in Rotten Tomatoes. Well, that's why we're here, because we need to spread the word about Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, because uh, I think people need to see it. Uh, do you remember the disclaimer at the start of the movie? Uh, something about real chainsaws being used, and don't do this, and don't play with chainsaws when you're naked. Yeah, the makers of this motion picture advise strongly against anyone attempting to perform these stunts at home, especially if you are naked and about to engage in strenuous sex. That's right, that's yes. right. Yes, so so what'd you think of this one? I think I've already been pretty vocal about that. I fucking loved it. I thought it was fantastic. This is one I would recommend anybody and everybody watch because it's fun, it's entertaining, it's gory, there's nudity galore, the script is funny, uh, it's, it's, it's well worth your time. And it's only, what, an hour and 14 minutes, something like, hour and 15, hour and 14. Uh, so, yeah, check, check out Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. What did you think? Uh, I also thought it was a fun time. Uh, it was worth the watch. I'm glad I finally seen it because I knew it was out there forever. I've wanted to see that chainsaw dance, uh, forever. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if somebody said, should I watch it? I'd say, well, know what you're getting into, but yeah, absolutely watch it. So then the next question, my friend is how many, Hmm. 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 
I guess how many blood soaked eighties implants would you <laughs> give this? Uh, I, I really, really loved it. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm just excited to be back for season two, but I am going to award it eight out of 10 blood splashed eighties implants. I knew you were going to give it an eight. I knew that. Uh, I'm going to give it seven blood soaked eighties implants. I think Damn, it was. Damn, so you liked it a little bit. Oh, I definitely liked it. I mean, it, the, Hell yeah. it was good in all the bad ways and it wasn't a so bad it's good movie. It was, you know, it knew exactly what it was from start to finish. It was that. It was entertaining. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's a watch to have for sure. Excellent, excellent. And so we need to award our, our crunchiest kills. Crunchiest kill. Crunchiest kills. Okay. Yeah. So I'll go first here. I think, I mean, the the kills were all pretty similar. Um, so it's kind of tough to to pick out, you know, one that was most most of the kills kind of happened. Like you didn't see a lot of chainsaws going into people. You just saw the reactions of the people who were being chainsawed or the person chainsawing them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, maybe I'd give it that crunchiest kill to the the final kill with Linnea Quigley sticking it to Gunnar Hansen. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the first one. I love that. I love how over the top Bauer's performance is and the crazy faces yeah, she, she makes. Yeah, great. Um, and that's the first kill. And there's so much just blood on boobs over and over again. Blood on the Elvis on the wall and uh i, I loved it I yeah loved it. yeah so i'll give that my crunchiest kill that's a good one all right well then and we... i'm looking at this guy uh uh fred olin ray holy shit has he directed a lot he's still directing have you seen how many credits this dude has yes yes i i, I was looking at it during the movie i mean like he is and, and he, i mean he's still going strong too and it sounds like a lot of his movies are the same kind of campy shit uh before and after he made Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, yeah. Evil Spawn, Commando Squad, Alienator, Bad Girls from Mars, Wizards of the Demon Sword, Scream Queen, Hot Tub Party. Come on. Yeah, I Bikini mean. Bikini Drive-In. It's, uh, yeah, he, Schlock seems to be his thing. <laughs> Mystery on Makeout Mountain. I got to watch all these. Okay. You know what I researching this uh made me want to see uh Linnea Quigley's horror movie workout. This is new to me. What is this? I don't know. It was just uh it's just something that uh it's just called Linnea Quigley's horror workout. It's from 1990 and that is all I know. Uh, here we go. Let's see. After a nice shower, Linnea does some warm-up stretches and then goes for a run. She encounters some flabby zombies who follow her back to the house where she leads them in some poolside aerobic routines. Later, she unwinds by inviting some girlfriends over for a slumber party and some exercise. When something goes bump in the house, her friends begin experiencing... Hold on. Loading. Loading. Her friends begin experiencing an attrition problem. Oh. 
There you go. All right. That so, sounds fun. That sounds like aerobics I, by the pool with zombies. Yeah, I guess it's an aerobics video. I I don't know. The scariest exercise video ever made. So I'm going to watch this. I, I'm going to look this up. We're going to have to try to find this. Because now I have a crush on Linnea Quigley. This is the first oh, time I've noticed God. her. You should follow her on like, you know, with some of her social media. She's always posting like stuff from back in the day and stuff she's she's oh, cool um okay so we got a final round of final girl to get to all right let's do it the final round of final girl it has all come down to this only one will survive to win the mystery prize we already lost maddie spitfire isobel necessary elena del bosque all dead all gone too soon all because they made a silly mistake like wandering off by themselves being mean to nerds losing their virginity you know that stuff so now it's all down to these two seven slater sam ripley let's spin the wheel and find out what happens Okay, here we go. <laughs> Did I get a real dumb you laugh? Gotta, you got a laugh out really? of me. It was a real one. It just takes a silly noise. That's, that's, all. that's all I need. That's all I need. For all the clever, well-written jokes I do, all I got to do is go... <laughs> now this is like a <laughs> yeah, funny noise. Yeah, all the clever, well-written jokes you do. All the profound genius copy that I make, and all it takes is me going... Huh? It, like, <laughs> it works. Dumb sounds get me. Stupid sounds. I like them. <laughs> All right. Pulling it out of the wheel. Seven. Seven Slater. All, All right. right. Seven. Jackie wants to skip English. It's the first day of school. No way you tell Jackie. Don't be a fool. You survive. Nice. Well done. Quick and easy. Quick and easy. Stay in school. Which means Sam. Oh, Sam oh, Ripley. What's going to happen here? Here we go. Sam. Sammy, you've heard rumors of a sensual masseuse who will massage your cradle and your caboose. You ask Sandy, will he massage me down there? She says he'll massage you everywhere. You made an appointment. Now you're on the table. His name is Klaus, and he looks able. The rumors are true. He massages your bits. He massages your butt and massages your tits. But he's not quite done. He's only begun. He pulls out a sledgehammer and has some fun. You are dead. You are dead. Wow. Damn, I mean, that just is... going straight from pleasure to pain. Just, what a, what a roller Getting coaster. all your happy places massaged, and then the sledgehammer comes out. You don't expect well, it. You don't. You don't want to It's lights that. out for Sam Ribley. Sam, I am so sorry you had to go out like that. At least you died getting pleasure. That's right. Uh, maybe you didn't see the sledgehammer coming. Who knows, but. You're dead now, which means that Seven Slater, you are our winner. All right. But Seven, your fight is not quite over yet. What you got to do, you got to jump on Instagram. You got to say, hey, guys, I listened to the show. I am the winner. I am your final girl. We will send you the mystery prize. And that's all there is to it. Send it into uh, our direct message at slash I hardly know her on Instagram. Let us know you won. And that's that. Well, Alex, just that is easy. this it? Is this did we do it? Did we do the first episode of season two? We did, but you have to find out what movie you have to watch. Oh my God! 
Oh, oh, should we bring back a little a little favorite from the first season? I'll I'll be happy to do it in honor of you because you are the creator of the Grum Roll. <laughs> Let's find out what the what the next movie will be. The next two movies you have a choice of either you can either watch. Yes. I'm choice. I am going to watch one of these movies. You are going to watch the other. And then we what are going the to hell is this? And then we are going to compare notes. You're throwing a curveball here. This is totally unexpected. Yes, you bet. We don't do this. What is no. this? Like choose your own adventure? Sort of, because they are very similar and very different. So the movies we will be watching, and you can pick which one you want. Either The Town That Dreaded Sundown from uh-huh. 1976. Familiar. Uh-huh. Or The Town That Dreaded Sundown, 2014. Huh? They did it again in 2014? Yes, they remade it. And uh, I've seen them both. They are unique and similar and different all at the same time. So, you pick which one you want. This is not cool because I'm going to end up watching both of them. Or am I only allowed to watch one? You can watch both if you want, but you're the, the de facto watcher of one in particular. That's the one you have to tell me about. Uh, uh, you've seen them both. I've seen I've them both. I've got to pick one. Well, I think I am going to go with uh, with the original. All right. That's the one I was hoping you would say. Which also means I'll probably watch the, the, the remake, too, which I was unaware of. Have you ever seen any of them? I've seen... <sighs> shit. I can't remember if I've seen the whole movie or clips. I feel like there's something to do with a scarecrow or something like that or with a bag over its head or, or whatever, and there's a cornfield, and that's all I can remember. Yes. And takes place in Texarkana. Texarkana, Texas, or Texarkana, Arkansas? Uh, I believe Texas. Texarkana, Texas. I knew a guy from Texarkana. Really? Yeah. I've been through there many times on my way to Dallas, but... uh, The town that dreaded sundown. Yep. Remind me, when did you say the first one came out? 1976. Damn, that's old. So two years after... uh, And it is bananas. Yes, it is bananas. Uh, so there you go. We did it. Uh, we made it through the first episode of season two. Fuck yeah. We're back. We are back, Brother Slasher. We're back. Isn't that a Stephen King book? Brother or Slasher. Short story or movie based on a Stephen King story? No, we're back. Um, yeah, maybe. I think it is. I think it had to do with like doo-wop 50s greasers coming back from the dead or something like that. Gross. <laughs> Don't take that to the bank. <laughs> okay, I'll it's an old, old memory. Well, Micah, I love doing this show with you. Thanks for agreeing to do a whole other season with me. I can't believe we're back. I can't believe the first episode's over. I don't yeah. want it to be over. Oh, you. I'm so glad it's over. That bittersweet music's playing. Because the people at home don't realize that your crappy phone from 2007 continues to drop calls through this entire <laughs> podcast, and we have to call each other back. 
It only happened twice. I've got a new phone on the way. Sorry, I don't have the latest technology. Mm-hmm. Yes. I keep my phones until they quit working. Yes, you do. You absolutely do. It's <laughs> now is the time for a new phone. You have a. You literally have an iPhone eight, right? Seven. Seven. My God. Yeah. Yeah. I have an iPhone seven. My God. I mean, like it's amazing that that thing even like lets you look at news and make phone calls. Oh, dude, I think I had like a, an iPhone four when people were up to you know ten or whatever. I remember. It was, it was just this tiny, tiny little rectangle in my pocket. I like, remember. I gave you hella shit about it all the time. I'm so glad you're stepping into the 2020s. Well, this next one I get, you know, I'm gonna keep it. Yes. For the next ten years, right? I, I know. Well, me and Doctor Scott will be having, uh, you know, holographic telephone calls, and. Uh, <laughs> We'll just be having, we'll just have to text you. You'll be, yeah, doing your fucking holograms, waiting on my carrier pigeon to mm-hmm. bring the message. Yeah. I'll be over there tapping on my telegraph. I'm fully, I'm fully prepared. Alex, for this. Dr. Scott, are you ready to start the show? Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we did it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. You can check us out at getslashed.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Slasher. I hardly know her. We do have a Facebook page. I never updated, and we do have a Twitter profile as well, which I believe is at Slashcast. That's what it is. And uh, drop us a line. Let us know. If you go to our website, there are many ways for you to contact us we would love to hear from you what would you like to see on the show what would you like to get rid of and you can tell me how handsome you assume i am because of my melodic voice very handsome very very handsome all right micah uh let's do it again in oh i don't know what two weeks let's do it i love you man love you man Wait a second. It's a new season. We should do a new song. Okay. <laughs>